strange case of Starship Iris, report 3 in the deep. Note, this is an ongoing investigation. All agents reviewing this case should begin with Report 1, Violet Liu, and proceed chronologically. In accordance with regulation, a brief summary follows. Ship's Log. First Mate Arkady Patel. Right now, I am sitting literally five feet away as Violet Liu pretends to record an audio diary about me. When is she going to remember we saved her goddamn life? Brian Jeter. Ship translator and cook? Kind of. Before, were you trying to imply that what happened on the Iris wasn't an accident? So, in one or two days, we will be soaring as she flies through Checkpoint Osiris, Bridal style. There's no way he wasn't trying to tell us something. Termination sequence commencing in five minutes. Craig, are you listening? Captain Tripasti? Craig, how do you feel about outrunning an explosion? Oh, uh, I'd file it under lifelong dreams. I found the key to Alvi's code just before we lost the iris, and now I've got his message. His real message. Violet Liu, I think you owe us an explanation. Transmission 3, begin. Alright, everyone needs to calm down. Brian, Violet... Is that even your real name? Please, I have no idea what he's talking about. I'm telling you, Captain, I don't know who we bailed out of the iris, but she is not who she says she is. Violet, Brian, both of you, quiet. We are going to de-escalate, and we are going to talk through this before anyone does anything stupid. Arkady? Don't worry, Captain. If this devolves into fisticuffs, I'm fully prepared to knock out one or both of them. Violet, I promise you'll get a chance to speak for yourself. But first we need to understand what you're being accused of. Brian? You know that transmission Alvi sent two weeks ago? He said the ship was headed through Checkpoint Osiris, Rydell style. But there is no Checkpoint Osiris. The thing is, it turns out there should have been... It would have been checkpoint 010. Rydell style was our old inside joke. It meant one less. So, nine. Checkpoint 09? Nine's not the message. It's the key. It's a very, very easy cipher, but you kind of need our dumb joke to solve it. Here's what happens if you take the recording and isolate every nine words. Note line. Safe. Missions designed to eliminate this, but wrong. Violet. Find right? One. A random coincidence on that scale is, well, it's unlikely. They killed him and everyone else in that jump pod on purpose. And here he is warning us about the wrong Violet. I don't see any way around it. This woman's an imposter. Folks, this is your pilot speaking, here with your daily flying conditions. If you look out the view screen... Craig. Uh, is this a bad time? It's not a great time. Uh, Captain Tripati, you wanted updates on anything weird for as long as we're in the deep. Craig, is it an emergency? gonna go with not yet. Define yet. Picking it up on long range only. Some kind of smudge. Could be debris, could be a blip. A what? A false signal. How long until we get a clear view? I'd say half an hour. Until then, might as well embrace the mystery. You know what they say, white knuckle suspense is the spice of life. Back burner for now, but Kredge, let us know when you know more. Roger Dodger, Kredge out. Me, on the other hand, I'm ready to be done with all this goddamn suspense. Something's up, okay? Something's up, and it points back to her. Something is up, but it's a little early to say what. What other explanation is there? The first time me and Violet talked, she said there was another Violet Liu. Another scientist who went to the same school. Double-checked it while Liu Alpha here was on her way over, and the doppelganger is real. I used to get her grades sometimes, by accident. 
I guess it's not out of the question that I could have gotten her summons, too. I do have to say, from my dealings with IGR bureaucracy, that is 100% their style. A screaming mess doomed to collapse under the weight of its own collective bullshit bile and vomit? I was gonna say vaguely racist, but sure, that too. Besides, Brian, I'm the one who told you about Checkpoint Osiris. Why would I help you crack code if I knew it was probably gonna implicate me? Unless you knew we would have figured it out eventually. If you hadn't found out about Osiris already, you weren't going to. It's not on the system. The IGR doesn't publicize their mistakes. Then how do you know about it? I lived near O11 for a few years. Alvi might have mentioned it at some point. I, I don't know, we worked a lot of long nights. More to the point, remember that exploding spaceship we just outran? A real agent would have either volunteered the fail-safes and saved her own skin, or given us bad codes and gotten us all blown up. What, what if she was counting on us to outrun it? It gives her a decent cover. <laughs> They're not trained to take leaps of faith like that. Shit, cheater, you think I'm a professional paranoid? You should meet some of those people. Not saying I trust her 100%, but for now, all evidence suggests we're dealing with the genuine article. I... Thank you, Arcady. That's... Thanks. Besides, an actual spy would try to gain our trust. You know, by acting charming and likable. Arcady, in her defense, she's had a very weird day. Who hasn't, man? Brian, this is out of character for you. When was the last time you slept? Yesterday. For how long? I didn't log it in my diary. Should we ask Krej? It was more than an hour. How much more? Look, you've barely gotten a chance to grieve for your friend. And that's hard. I just, I keep thinking, if they were going to take him out, there's so many easier ways, faster ways. They could have faked a car accident, faked a gas leak. Faked a home burglary, faked a mugging, faked a suicide. Poisoned him and made it seem like an accident. Hell, you can induce what looks like an aneurysm if you really know what you're- Arcady. I'm trying to help. The point's been made. And I assume they had their reasons. For one thing, let's remember that Alvi wasn't the only target. It doesn't matter how well you stay to death. Five people drop dead at the same time? That raises some questions. And then there's the issue of those samples. What samples? The ones Violet almost died protecting? Man, Lou, you're lucky I'm not an I told you so kind of girl. You didn't tell me so. The person you were pretending to be- Were you still mad about that? It was days ago. To be fair, Violet's only been out of cryo for what, an hour? Speaking of which, Brian, you need rest. Sleep deprivation just lays the groundwork for Cabral-Crespo syndrome. You're not my real mom. You're right, Brian. I'm not your mom. I'm your captain, and I'm your crewmate. And that means I am depending on you to take care of yourself so you can do your part to keep us safe. Look, you know how tenuous it can get in the deep. You know how much more life is worth out here. That includes yours. We need a translator, Brian. We need a translator, and we need a guy who has our back. We do not need a martyr. Also, I'm the boss, and you have to do what I say. Yeah. Let it go, Jeter. We answered the call. Made the trip. It's nobody's fault we got there late. And we went how many parsecs out of our way in the process? Hey, we're not that far off course. We agreed to unload and restock out in Jemison. Yeah. How does our contact on Telemachus feel about that? Campbell's a little annoyed, but it'll be fine. 
Well, speaking is the one who's gonna have to deal with it if your pal starts feeling a little jilted and then a little shooty. Come on, that's not Campbell. I don't protect us by fostering a bunch of warm, cuddly feelings about humanity, okay? There's realistic caution, and then there's... Brian, are you swaying right now? Go lie down. I just... I need to know what happened. Why it happened. Look, Brian, it wasn't for nothing. We rescued a human being. We recovered Alvi's effects, and someday we can turn them over to his family. How much of his stuff did you guys get? Can I take a look? There could be clues, or... In theory, that's possible. But you're not going to figure it out in the next ten minutes. Especially not like this. Get some rest, okay? Get some rest, and you can come at this with your whole mind. On the way to Jemison. So we can do our jobs? On the way to Jemison. We've got, what, five days? Brian, get some rest, and tomorrow, once we're both done with all our work, I will help you go through everything. Yeah, okay. You're off duty for at least three hours. Mm-hmm. We'll try not to, you know, desperately need help from a linguist until then. Captain, I think you said something about moonshine? That is an excellent point. I'll be right back. Okay, Liu. Out with it. What? Something you want to ask? That twitchy question face is making me nervous. Spit it out. You said that you were smugglers? Yep. I get that it's maybe none of my business, but given that, I mean, it's looking like I'm going to be stuck here a while, I think I'd like to know, uh, see, it really is... It really is none of my business, so maybe I shouldn't- You want to know what it is we smuggle? Um, yes. You started out assuming the worst, but now you're confused because Captain Tripathi doesn't strike you as your standard cutthroat arms dealer. Don't let the dimples fool you. That is a woman who knows how to get the job done. So what is it that you move? Banned and restricted materials. We both know that covers a lot of ground right now. It really does, huh? So what do you- Pornography. Uh... Mostly pornography. Oh. Oh. Well, I guess that's better than... guns. You guess? Each to their own, but wow, they wind you guys tight, huh? A bottle and cups. We're gonna drink like royalty. What's- Oh, I know that very specific look. Arcadia, you've got to stop telling people we're pornographers. Why? Well, chiefly because it's not true. Difference of opinion. I don't get it. Do you smuggle erotica or... <laughs> erotica. If you want to move something across space without bankrupting yourself, it needs to have some value, which means usually it's got to be either very rare or very illegal. Now we've got some ethical lines that we don't cross. You have lines. There's a lot of variety in our cargo, but the big ones are drugs, birth control, tea. Rich people will pay anything for some Earl Grey. It is mind-blowing. When you say drugs... Some medicine, some booze, some hallucinogens. Medicine. Are they placebos, or are we talking working treatments? As far as we know, they work. We build our reputation on having the good stuff. But you're not doctors. No, we're not doctors. See... I thought you'd be in our faces about the birth control. No, I... The year after college, I worked as a paramedic out by 011. 
rough area, I met a lot of young mothers, a lot of very young mothers. It was, I know we need to repopulate after the war. I mean, as a civilization, it's our duty to try to get back to even half of where we were, but keeping people in the dark about their own bodies. You know your government can legally have us put to death if we're found moving this stuff, right? Yes. So, I assume that's what you meant by pornography. Obscene materials? Well, point of fact, I can't say we've never shipped actual smut, but Arcady's talking about our other main cargo, which is political screeds. Which is to say, porn. See, Arcady's got this joke where- Not a joke. If we're talking cheap, depraved thrills, it doesn't get much more pornographic than- Hope. Selling yourself on the notion that you've got the power to change your own stars. Pure fantasy. Well, you did. What? I mean, right or wrong, I doubt you came out of the womb an intergalactic criminal. All things being equal, if I had any say in my destiny, I sure as shit wouldn't be playing cat and mouse with the IGR out in the goddamn deep. You guys keep using that phrase, in the deep. Is that a particular place, or...? You know how there's parts of space that are all charted and explored? The stations, the settled planets, the main routes. Yeah? The deep is... everything else. The deep is where the weird shit happens. I still think a lot of that is oversold. I don't know. I met a guy in Triton Quad... Oh, come on, the Triton Quad guy? ...who said he was in the deep on a fuel run, and the whole crew saw, like, a giant jellyfish or a squid floating through the- Arcady, didn't that conversation end with you kicking him in the stomach? Well, yeah. You don't insult the home planet of a girl who's been heavily drinking. I'm just saying, none of that cast a shadow on his credibility? Besides, a squid or a jellyfish obviously couldn't exist out here. I mean, temperatures aside, food aside, their whole approach to movement wouldn't work in a vacuum. Thank you. Unless it was, you know, a ghost squid. A ghost squid, Sanaa. And this from a woman of science, so you know it's got legs. Hi again, crew. Pilot speaking. Update on that smudge. Credge, what are we looking at? Still couldn't say. It's about the size of a small station, but I can't get a good read. It keeps changing. Like it's not stable? Like it's not solid. I... I don't think it's a ship or an asteroid or debris. It, honestly, it looks more like weather. But that doesn't make sense. Yeah, bottom line, fellas, I would love a second opinion. We can do you one better, Kredge. An expert is on her way. Violet, do you want to- I'm not a space meteorologist. You're a scientist. I'm a biologist. Saying it's all science is like saying that a trial lawyer would make a great freestyle rapper because they both say words for a living. There's silos of domain knowledge. They're pretty separate. Weather might not be right. It's more like this one big traveling cloud. Could it be the remnants of an explosion? Captain Tripati, I really can't overstate how much this thing looks like it's moving on its own. How far is it now? I'd say we'll reach it in about 20 minutes. It could be nothing, but... But it's spooky as hell. Got it. Okay, so I'm just going to go ahead and say what we're all thinking right now. How are the particles staying together in a void? Yeah, nobody was thinking that but you. I should probably go take a look. Be my guest. Come on, cockpit's this way. 
the captain and me will walk you there. Hey, Krej, speaking of explosions while I'm at it, thanks for saving our lives when my ship self-destructed. No need to thank me, just doing my job. Well, it's a cool job. It is, right? And I'm amazing at it! Everyone's job is to keep us from dying. Some of us are just louder about it than others. Krej, if we need to, what are the odds you can outmaneuver whatever this is? Low, Captain. We burned too much of our fuel reserves dodging that blast. All right, Violet, cockpit's through here. Let me get the code. Ah! Ah! Hey, first mate Patel. Hello, science officer Liu. Nice to finally meet you. Brian, what are you doing on the floor? I almost shot you. Your first instinct seeing a sleeping guy is to reach for your gun? Hell of a place to take a nap. I've had worse. Brian, that is not a good reason to do anything. You've got a room with a bed in it. Too quiet in there. Liu. You okay? What? Oh, shit. You know what we forgot to do? I've got an inkling. Yeah. Sorry, Crash. Okay. Next meeting, we need to talk about how to prevent these little breakdowns in communication. Why? Here we go. Why is there an alien in the cockpit? Look, Violet, I understand why seeing someone like Crash must be alarming. Space warfare being what it is... Maybe you've never even heard of a Dwarnian who wasn't trying to kill us. You know, most of them didn't even support the war. Of course, I did fight in it. But I'm not fighting in it right now. The war's been over for two years. Krej, if you had to guess, how often do you feel the urge to destroy all humans? Mm, Sometimes. In the middle of the night. When you steal all the covers. Earthling sarcasm. How was that? That was good, right? Did I nail it? I nailed it, right? That was really good. Yeah, crew and cheater. You just being nice. No, I mean it. That was great. Guys, can we focus? Priority right now is making sure our only scientist doesn't pass out. Violet, I promise you can trust every one of us in this room. Craig has flown with us for a year and a half. Hasn't murdered one of us yet. I don't know what you've been told about Dwarnians, but they can't smell your fear. Uh, they don't have super strength. They can't- Was there a rumor we could read minds? They cannot read your mind. Krej isn't even that smart. Hey. You're safe, or whatever. I mean, you're not safe. Space is inherently dangerous, but- They nearly wiped us out. All of us. Humankind. Off the map. We did decide not to. Only because we won the war. And now you all expect me to believe that they're totally harmless? They're not good or bad. Some of them tried to conquer us. They couldn't. They gave up. Not like there aren't evil humans. I'd say, across the board, the only real difference between us and them is the numbers, the purple skin, and, I don't know, some cultural stuff. Like, I've never met a Dwarnian who didn't find the whole gender binary thing really freaking funny. (laughs) Pardon me, sir, or madam, but I simply must know what gender you are. There's two whole options, and I can't really explain why, but somehow it's very important. (laughs) (laughs) man tell me about it hang on brian i just had to beg you to trust me and somehow when you're dealing with a space alien who has literally killed humans it's all water under the bridge that's different uh krej and i have known each other for two years and we're in love oh great awesome let's definitely get into this right now what we're... what's the word I like? Spousies? 
future spouse. We're engaged. Yeah! There is no place in the universe where that's legal. It's illegal to get married. It's not illegal to be engaged. I think we both keep hoping someday we're going to find some lawless nightmare of a planet with a bribable priest. Or a rabbi. Or a very corrupt justice of the peace. I just... What in the... I know this must be a lot to unpack, but there's just the five of us on this ship, and the only way this works is if we trust that we all want to survive. And we understand that our only option is to put aside our differences and work together so we can... No, 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 I mean on the screen. Did the cloud just eat a piece of space debris? What? Uh, Rewind. Uh, Is that possible to go back? Okay, out of the way, pulling it up right... Huh. Looks like it did. It doesn't seem to leave anything behind. It's moving a little faster now, right? What kind of cloud eats metal? I don't think that's a cloud. Then what is it? I think it's a swarm. Pull up the footage again. Rewind a little more. Okay, see how the far edges kind of buzz in all directions and then one part of it reaches the metal? And then that edge gets thicker and then the whole body of the thing lurches after? Yeah? See, this is just a guess, but that looks an awful lot like emergent behavior to me. What are you talking about? Violet, a little background? You know how an ant colony or a bee colony is capable of complex behavior even though one ant on its own is pretty stupid? Emergence is order arising organically from the bottom up. So a bunch of ants randomly scatter in all directions. The first ant to find food puts down a chemical trail. It's weak at first, but a couple of nearby ants follow that trail, discover the food, put down trails of their own and in a pretty short time, that multiplies until your picnic's ruined. You with me so far? I think so. A freestanding, free-moving cloud can't exist in a void. It violates basic physics. There's nothing to hold it together. I think if we could zoom in far enough, we'd see that what looks like a gas to us is actually a big group of very small, independently functioning agents. A swarm. A swarm of what? Ants in tiny spacesuits? Uh, trying to magnify, but we're still way too far to get anything. And my money's on bees. Space bees. Look, I... I don't know anything about technology, but... Very small robots? Nanotech, you mean? I'm not saying it's impossible, but we're probably decades away from something that powerful. Yeah, you are. At crash? Ah, about a thousand years ago, Dwarnians were visited by another civilization from very far away. We called them the Richelnoke. Their tech was so beyond us, we thought it was magic. There's stories that they could control clouds, make them do anything. Clouds for communicating, clouds for medicine, clouds for vaporizing all their trash. Vaporizing metal? It's pretty effective as waste disposal. If the bots can use trash as fuel, that's a never-ending energy source. So we contact a member of the Vrichel Noke. Oh, no, Captain Trupati, they're all dead. Uh, They vanished about a century after they showed up. Nobody knows why. We've got a few old recordings of theirs, and that's it. But if their tech is out here... Nah, man, scanners aren't picking up anything else. My guess is we're looking at a waste disposal cloud that went rogue a long time ago. And survived out here for thousands of years? Why not? Plenty of space debris to keep it going. An ancient signal from a ghost bouncing around space forever. 
kind of beautiful. What was that? Something just hit the screen of the magnifying camera, like a microscopic grain of... Uh, oh. They hit us? Through our shields? How is that possible? We don't know what that stuff is made out of. What are the odds they read us as food? I'm sure at some point they were taught not to eat moving ships, but they've been feral for so long. Crudge, how long until it bears down on us? Hard to say. It's moving a lot faster since it ate. Captain, even when it gets in range, pulse fields only affect organic life. Particle beams? Should fry any robotics, but precision weaponry's a long shot against something this dispersed. There's nothing to aim for, and no guarantee taking out part of it will even hurt the rest. Keep thinking. There must be something we can throw at it. Anybody else feeling a little nostalgic for the war? Speak for yourself, First Mate Patel. Captain, not sure what this means, but the cloud is giving off electromagnetic energy that's awfully consistent with radio waves. What the hell? Can we find the frequency? Give me a sec. Uh... Let me try. What the? It's saying hello? Biala, that's one of like ten Rachel Nokian words I remember from school. Ten? Sorry, fellas, we studied it for a few years, but it was really, really boring. Okay, everyone, stay calm and think. Captain, uh, probably bears mentioning. I've heard the old transmissions, and Rachel Nokians don't sound like that. Then who's talking? I think it's the swarm. Is that possible? I don't know. I could see some really advanced AI picking up the language of its creators, but these guys? How advanced are we talking? What do you mean? Keep in mind this is firmly in hypothesis territory. I think we'd all welcome a hypothesis right now, Violet. Something I didn't mention before. Emergence is also how a lot of neuron signaling works in the human brain on the level of thoughts being like electricity. So when we talk about a swarm that must be billions of tiny robots with some ability to learn and thus adapt over unlimited time. You're saying they might have grown a sort of collective consciousness? I'm hypothesizing. It's heading in our direction. It has to know we're here. We can't hide and we don't have the fuel to run. I think we should respond. Captain? Crudge, do you know enough words to say we're not a threat? Pass me the mic. In the meantime, let's have those particle beams ready to go. Got it. It's okay, Krej. It's okay. Yeah. And we're live. Biala? Shined Jvera. That's all I've got. Do it again. Biala. Shined Jvera. Particle beam's ready if we need them. Holy shit. Krej, do you understand any of this? I think knock means we? I think, I think, I think. <laughs> How much of that did you get? Uh, the last part was definitely goodbye. It's coming right at us. Shit, the particle beams jammed. Both of them. Just how smart are these things? What's happening? That haze in the window, as far as you can see. 
that's the swarm. View screen shows it's got us on all sides. So we wait to be eaten? Stay calm. It hasn't eaten us yet. Don't give me that look, Arcady. You know you and I have been through worse. <laughs> Crewman Jeter, am I hurting your hand? My hand's fine, Crash. I've got you. Yay, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death. Katie, what are you doing? Hedging my bets. I will fear no evil, for thou art with Is me. It on the view screen, it seems like... Is it letting us go? Looks like it. Yeah, it's passing us. <sighs> Does anybody else feel like the contents of their lungs just boiled and then froze? Krish, what did you say to it? Keep in mind, I do not speak ritual noke. Okay. Uh, Shnejvera means I love you. Krish. Did you just save us from a feral robot cloud by flirting with it? Schnitzvera is love and awe. It's what a child says to a parent. Maybe where you're from. Uh, guys, can we take a moment to process this? We just made contact with speakers of a long-lost alien language. Uh, and an entirely new form of consciousness. Oh my god, I can't believe it. I got that whole exchange on tape. Krej, what are the odds we can find a Dwarnian a little more conversant in Rachel Noke? So any... Warning, any at all. Hey, the important thing is that it worked. I'm proud of you guys. It was a real team effort all around. Arcady, Brian, Credge, Violet. I'll give you this, Lou. You don't crack under pressure. <laughs> I'm getting very tired of feeling like I'm about to die. It has been excessive today, even for us. The more I think about it, the more alarming it is that you don't have a doctor in your crew. This may shock you, but most qualified medics are not jumping for the chance to run around with a gang of smugglers. Well, they are missing out. <sighs> Captain Tripati, is that a bottle of moonshine you've got? And cups! Hot dog, what a forward-thinking captain. What a clever and good-looking crew. Someone give me an Earth high five, and someone give me that bottle. I can't believe I'm out here because of a clerical error. Yeah, that is exceptionally rough. Moonshine for everyone. Moonshine for being alive. Can't argue with that. And fellas, can we take a moment to admire that view? It really is something. Huh. It's weird. If you stay out of the cockpit, you start feeling more like you're underwater or something. Close quarters, no windows. You can forget you're even in the sky when really it's... There's only sky out here. Yeah. Elvi used to sneak off during his shift to look at the stars. I always thought he was just being lazy, but now, I mean, he knew he was going to die. Maybe it was comforting or... Sorry, Brian. I didn't mean to. You're fine. You're fine. Just... What a way to go out. What a way to murder someone. Cowardly. They didn't just want him dead, you know? They wanted him to disappear. You don't get to erase a person like that. Somebody needs to find out what happened and why, Captain. I know. We've got five days until Jemison, and after that, our next pickup and drop-off is... Rosalind. Out in the pain gapishkin system. How long of a trip are we looking at? Mm, depends how hard we burn. Two weeks? We agreed as a crew to go off course and intercept the Iris. Try to help Brian's friend. And it's true, we're not detectives. Nobody on this ship is under obligation to help. But our job has a lot of downtime built in. 
If anyone wants to use some of their downtime to poke at this, well, worst case scenario, it passes the time. Worst case scenario, the IGR takes notice. That's what we call asking for trouble. Sure, but best case scenario, we make some trouble for the IGR. And I know you're a fan of that. I am. They want this to stay buried. If we can unbury it without going out of our way. Famous last words, Sana. Speaking of last words, you guys need a medic on this ship. That's pretty much non-negotiable. We have seen some close brushes lately. I said I was a paramedic out on O11, right? The thing is, I was good. I was really good. I know I can be a basket case, but sometimes when other people panic, it's easier for me to keep it together. Not sure why. And I'm a hard worker, self-sufficient, Stubborn, but I like learning new things. Are you applying for a job? You realize that I can't go back, right? I'm legally dead. If I show up again, I have to explain how I survived, at which point they'll know I know they were trying to kill me, at which point- They'll kill you. We'll have to put it to a vote, but it's hard to deny it'd be nice to have a paramedic around. If only so we know what to do the next time Cred swallows a penny on a dare. One time! Liu, you don't believe in our politics. You don't believe in the things we're doing. As far as I can tell, neither do you, Arcady. And the fact remains, you need a medic and I can't go back. I didn't really know Alvi that well. Or at all. But he knew they were going to kill him out here and he still found the time to be nice to me. He was nice to me and he died. And I want to know why. Are you going to be cool about Krej? You know, the brave and talented pilot who saved your life? Grooming Jeter. You've survived in the deep a lot longer than me. And you all clearly trust... Krej, what word do you prefer? Pilot. Uh, she means pronouns, Krej. Uh, 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 none of them feel, like, great? Uh, let's go with them. You all clearly trust them... And they've saved my life twice. Arcady, you're right. I don't agree with everything you guys have ever done. But I'm going to help you get to the bottom of this. And in the very likely event one of you guys gets busted up in the process, I'm going to put you back together, okay? All in favor? Yeah. Might as well. This sounds good to me. Then I guess it's unanimous. A toast to Alvy Connors. To Alvy Connors. To my courageous and smart crew. To our captain. I guess she's all right. To Violet Liu. You know, on the bright side, Violet, I promise you we know how to keep a secret. Cheers! Cheers! End of transmission three. For the purposes of cross-referencing, please note the Violet Liu aboard the rumor is referred elsewhere in these files as Cindy Chu. Please note she is now considered a fugitive from justice. Arkady Patel has been found to operate under a variety of aliases, including Kay Grisham, Ishani Kanetkar, and Sister Teresa Margaret. Confirm that the so-called Captain Sanatrapati did not graduate from any accredited officer school. It is also confirmed that she was involved in the Mechanics Union uprising on Cresswind Landing, ultimately fleeing capture on a faked passport under the name Rukmani Desai. Documentation for Brian Jeter remains elusive. See attached file Jamie Price. 
All apparent evidence suggests that this Krage is in fact a Dwarnian. As such, it will be difficult to locate any ID. Elsewhere in these files, Krage is referred to as Brittany Lefevre. This report has been transcribed by Ensign Best. If you need to review a written version, please access ProcyonPodcasts.com. That's P-R-O-C-Y-O-N Podcasts.com. This is Agent Park, codename Apollo, thanking you for reviewing this report. Additional thanks to Agent Bauman and Agent Cross and to the specialists at Procyon for their assistance. Any agent who wishes to support the Procyon team should access kickstarter.com slash profile slash Procyon podcasts and click created. Again, that's kickstarter.com slash profile slash Procyon podcasts. Evidence also suggests the crew of the rumor has encountered a wild swarm of the VCN nanocloud. Due to this discovery and their stated intention to unearth the details of the Craddock Purge, as well as Operation Sentry, the case of Starship Iris is now considered to be a priority for. My thanks to General Jahansus for expediting this matter. With the addition of new personnel and the capability to scan and skip through periods of silence, we should soon be monitoring the rumor in something close to real time. Long live the Republic.